Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I would love to talk with you about self-care tips for entrepreneurs. Being an entrepreneur is not an easy thing. We go through highs and lows and everything in between. So if you are feeling on an emotional roller coaster, please listen to this episode because I have some really good tips to help you balance your energy, balance your mind, and most importantly, avoiding potential mind. You're going to get some really good tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, and we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, I would love to thank those of you who have been listening for the very first episode or multiple episodes. I know that you can be at a lot of other places and I'm really appreciated that you are spending your time with me. Let's be friends. Let's get social. If you haven't done so already, let's connect on Twitter, Denise G. Lee, or on LinkedIn, Denise George Lee, where you can reach me directly and obviously read my motivation and inspiration and tips to help you grow your service space and or personal brand. And lastly, if you haven't done so already, check me out on denisegalee.com where you can reach articles and other resources that I am sure will help you at whatever stage of business that you are in. And lastly, if you haven't done so already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so that way as soon as I drop another episode, you'll be able to listen to it automatically. And with that being said, let's talk about self-care. I think that that is really thrown out a lot and people really kind of give it lip service. They know it's important, but they don't really want to speak about it. And I wasn't really prepared to have this conversation with you earlier until I had an event where a, a person that I'm not very close with has been confiding with me about certain aspects of their life. And the more we were talking, the more they were sharing this person who's very successful in their career, very successful and what they're doing, but just felt this emptiness, just felt that a lack of not fulfillment, a lack of not really feeling happy or more or less present in their current life. And the reality of it was this person was extremely preoccupied with just maintaining appearances and being a good person to the point where they were losing their identity. And that kind of birthed this episode that I wanted to share with you about self-care because we, especially who those of us who are helpers and healers or those of us who really want to make a profound difference, not just selling just goods and services, but just being able to help inspire and motivate a lot of us. And I, when I say a lot of us, I'm, I'm throwing myself into the bucket and saying that we do a really lousy job of self-care because our mind is always focused on, on the other people and how what we're saying is helpful. And so often we put ourselves so far down the line that we forget that we have a voice, that we matter, that we have our own needs. And I don't want this to be a conversation where I want you to believe that it's okay for you 
to swing under one of two extremes of pendulums because that's what I see people doing is fall under the whole eat, pray, love thing where we become totally self-obsessed and self-absorbed and just want to just fly off to Bali and just pray and meditate and eat a bunch of food. And I don't want to do go to the other extreme where we go into... Um, Mother Teresa mode or Gandhi and we more or less starve ourselves or we feel like we have to do self-sacrifice in order for us to feel that we are accomplishing things. I don't want us to fall under one of those two extremes. I want us to be comfortably, safely in the middle where we're still helping, we're still providing resources, we're still encouraging and motivating our community, but we're also giving ourselves time to rest. One other example that I just wanted to talk about before we dive into is I think about the Bible and I specifically think about Jesus. And there were so many parts throughout the gospel where uh, it would talk about how Jesus would retreat into places of solitude and he would pray and talk to God and we just have this time just to recharge and to focus his mind on what he needed to do. And this is not me using him as an example to say you need to be a Christian. (laughs) I'm not giving you the example for that purpose. I'm just saying that there's so many people who've had so much profound influence in history. And oftentimes we hear about them spending these moments where they take care of themselves. And I believe that I gave the example of Jesus, but you can insert the name of whoever was powerful, impactful to you, that as a role model or someone of influence, odds are they gave themselves sabbaticals. They gave themselves moments where they could recharge. And if they can do it, why can't you? So with that All being said, I'm hoping that I laid a good foundation for us to talk about some self-care tips. And I'm not really saying this in order of magnitude of which thing is more important than another thing. It's you need to listen to what I have to say, and then you need to put through your filter which thing that you really need to be mindful of what thing that you really need to pay attention that you know it's important but you just haven't given it much importance to because I really believe that for a lot of us again who are just really wanting to help really wanting to make an impact we are long overdue on self-care okay now let's talk about it the number one tip that I have for self-care tip for entrepreneurs is avoid the emotional landmines And they can come in a lot of different flavors and a lot of different ways. And I will give you an example that was very personal. And I've heard some people say what's most most personal is what's universal, meaning that if it's happening to you, odds are it's happening to a lot of other people. I made a post on LinkedIn specifically, (laughs) and it was regarding an issue that in 2021, everybody is focused on. It was regarding the vaccines. And I'm not going to sit here and have this conversation and trigger you guys on whether or not you should take the vaccine, what you shouldn't take the vaccine, who's right, who's wrong, how are we going to deal with this health issue? This That wasn't the point. It was a very specific business-related topic about that issue. And people 
even though I even made a comment in the post saying, hey, look, let's just be civil about this. I really just want you to focus from a business aspect. The question that I'm asking, people just went off the rails. They got emotional. They started uh, making accusations about my intentions with the post. People started judging people about their feelings around the vaccine. It just went haywire. And I made that post about 8 p.m. that night. And when I woke up the next day and I looked at the metrics for that particular post, it was already viewed at least 16,000 times and it had 700 comments and it was just all out of order in terms of just people acting buck wild and criticizing one another. And, and I just looked at all the people who tagged me. I looked at all the comments and I made a decision right then and there to mute the post. <laughs> I muted my own post. I was done because even though I had the most sincere interest about, I just want to know whether or not you you feel a certain way about this particular business issue surrounding the vaccine. In 2021, people's emotions are really high and really triggered, and they just went in all sorts of directions. And I say this to say all this, that even when you have the best of intentions about what you're trying to do, it doesn't matter if it's a social media post or it's a new product or you have a new ad or whatever fill in the blank that you're trying to do. We have no control about how people will react with it. Even if you have the, you're, you're doing the, the most sincerity, the most honesty, you know, about what you're doing, people are going to take it 5,000 different ways. And I'm telling you right now that if you feel that this could take you off the rails emotionally if what you're doing is going to make you feel upset or triggered for the rest of the day, I have a remedy for you and it's this. You don't have to engage. You don't have to jump into the snake pit and start arguing with people and start trying to tell people about what you feel and why you feel and then arguing with people in the comments or whatever platform or whatever you're interacting with the general public. You don't have to jump in the snake pit. That's what I'm basically trying to say. A lot of us feel that we need to stand our ground and defend ourselves no matter what and get into all these arguments with people especially with strangers. And I'm here to tell you, I'm giving you the permission right now to say, no, you don't. You freaking don't. You can you can say your piece. You can literally have the option of having no one to comment. And I know in LinkedIn, you can do that. You can basically turn off the comments and just literally speak your piece. Um, I know you can do that on a lot of other platforms too. Or you can only limit it to people that are within your network. You choose the level of engagement that feels comfortable for, for you, comfortable for you. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that manage your own mental health by putting strict guards as to how you want to or not want to interact with people. That is what I'm trying to say to you in regards to you being able to avoid a landmine. I did this stupid thing. I remember clearly, I think about in my experience with Twitter where I thought I had to respond and engage with everybody who commented because on my account because I was really hoping to get a lot of engagement and get a lot of comments and a lot of feedback. And I remember trying to do that on LinkedIn and I and I want to tell you, if you're following me on LinkedIn and if I don't respond, doesn't mean I didn't read it. But if you might see me, most likely is 
I do a thumbs up. And I want to explain why I do that. It's because as an empathic person, as someone who really deeply cares about people around me, for me, it really does drain me a lot to engage and respond to every single comment on every single platform all the time. Obviously, if you're emailing me or contacting me directly, that's a different situation. But with socials, when I'm exposed to so much different energy and so much different people, I have to put guards around who I respond, how much I respond, how much I engage, how much energy that I put in. Because I know that if I spend all day engaging and interacting with people, it will drain me. And I need you to be honest with yourself and ask yourself how much social is enough for you. Now, I don't want this to be an excuse for you to say, well, thank God I'm not a social person because I have deep anxiety issues or I'm afraid of connecting with people because I've been hurt or I've been ashamed or ostracized in the past and this is my perfect out because I don't really want to deal with people. No, 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 no. I'm not giving you the out to avoid people because of un dealt traumas and issues. I'm not giving you that out at all. What I'm saying to you is that you have to understand your level of emotional tolerance for interacting with people. And if you feel like this is something that could potentially disrupt your own progress in terms of your mental health or your own therapy or wherever you are emotionally, you have to recognize and put boundaries around it so that it won't disrupt your mental health. Because for a lot of us, we've been through so much in our lives, so much trials and tribulations and just dealing with people and feeling okay with ourselves and feeling brave enough to start our business and feeling brave enough to show our voice. And we can't disrupt ourselves because here's something that I, I need you to understand. And I think you understand this intelligently, but I just want to just reframe it another way that a lot of people that you deal with online are projecting their own insecurities, biases, all this negative crap on you. And if you're not careful, you can take it on, own it, and feel like a crap load worse. I was listening to a podcast yesterday and they were saying that every time she she gets off of Instagram, she feels icky. Like she just needs to take a shower emotionally. And I nodded my head. I was listening to this podcast. I just nodded my head because I knew exactly what she was talking about. Sometimes you just go online and you're just dealing with all those personalities and everyone's comparing with one another and everyone's just writing things to make themselves feel special. And you feel like crap and all these tidal wave of emotions are, are going along. And you may feel like, oh, I, I just can't freaking deal with this. I, I get it. I've been there. So if you can relate, you can emphasize with that type of energy, then you'll understand why I'm telling you, you need to avoid the emotional landmines that can get you in a tizzy and extend this concept beyond your social media and think about your family or your friends or particular coworkers or clients. And if you're feeling that these people are making you spin out of control and go insane, then it's time to really revisit how often you spend time with them and what issues are appropriate or not appropriate to talk about. Just really sit down and ask yourself what you need to do to protect your own emotional health because no one's going to guard your emotional health quite like you will. Okay, now let's talk about something else. Let's talk about simplifying whenever possible. 
I think for a lot of us as entrepreneurs, we don't feel like we're getting enough work until we feel pummeled and anxious and just literally stressed out all the time, all day long. We don't feel like we're not contributing. And I want to let you know that it is not okay to juggle 5,000 things in the air just so you can feel good with yourself. If you need to delegate, if you need to cut out some things, if you need to be able to even downside on certain activity that you do, that's what you need to do. I think a lot of us in the beginning of our business, we feel like we need to do everything all at once. And the reality is entrepreneurship is a marathon, not a sprint. And we cannot destroy our own ambitions and our goals by trying to overwork ourselves. And if we need to keep things really simple and easy and manageable in the beginning, that is fine. Let's do that. I know that, and especially in America, for especially my American listeners can relate to this hustle culture where we feel that we're not, we all have to have a badge of honor by outworking one another to death. And here's my thing. This is my honest thing. If you are one of those people who just likes to grind hard for the sake of grinding hard and you really just enjoy feeling a sense of accomplishment by having a lot of work done and that really just makes you fulfilled then that, like, go ahead, like, knock yourself out. But for a lot of people, like, that are similar to me, just to me, who have worked so darn hard 24-7 and never got any fruit from it because we were trying to people please to people who didn't even really give a gosh darn darn about anything that we're doing. That is not the way to do it. There is a better way. And obviously, if you're my client, we can work and talk about a strategy that makes sense for your own well-being and your own practice. But for just the general purposes of this conversation that we're having right now, I want to tell you something. The best thing that you can do is keep things as simple and easy for as long as humanly possible. And then as your business grows, we can slowly customize and tailor things so that you can still be able to work with ease and comfort. We are not going to recreate our chaotic, traumatic family of origin or our early work experience or whatever thing that where we felt that if we weren't buried, that we didn't feel fulfilled. That there is that's insane. That's lunacy. We're not going to do this anymore, especially as entrepreneurs. We can choose how we want to work and we are not going to work ourselves to misery and death. Okay. Now let's also talk about avoiding burnout. This is definitely something that you hear about like all the time, but you don't really think too deeply about it. And I want to tell you that for a lot of us, we know that um, we are capable. We can do so many wonderful things, but we just don't know how to take a break because, again, we're feeling that it is something where we're not being able to allow ourselves to be honest with ourselves. And we know burnout looks like we're feeling tired. We're feeling haggard. We don't feel connected with other people and like 
a comfortable, calm way because we feel a little stressed because we're not meeting expectations. And oftentimes the expectations are the stuff that we think other people think of us having, even though no one's communicated that with us directly, (laughs) even though no one has told us specifically if we don't do X, Y, and Z, we're a failure, but we believe they have told us that. And that's why we are running ourselves ragged. And another sign of a burnout is that the things that seemed enjoyable and gave us pleasure are just feeling miserable. And if you're feeling haggard and tired and stressed and or you feel like you're about to flip off the hang uh, the, the the handle instantaneously and not being able to connect with others in a real honest way or just feel easy, that is a sign, a sure sign that you are experiencing burnout. And I want to let you know that it's time to hit the pause button and turn off the computer, turn off your cell phone, go for a walk. I am working more and more with my clients on breath work and meditation work and just to get ourselves calm and centered and to get back to our why and to be able to revitalize our sense of calm and energy. And I know I just said a big mouthful. There's so much more depth to what I have to say. I know I'm just giving you guys a 5,000 foot overview during our time with one another. But I just want to let you know that for a lot of us are running ourselves ragged unnecessarily because we're trying to people please and we're trying to be something to everyone. And that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'll say this too. A lot of us who have experienced burnout repeatedly, what happened was we were shamed bitterly, bitterly by people that we held in high regard. It doesn't have to be our family or friend. It could be someone from school. It could be someone from a religious organization. It could be from so many different areas. But the point is we absorb the idea that we are not okay. And I want to let you know that if you have absorbed that idea, that was a form of trauma, okay? And unless that trauma is healed and dealt with, we'll repeat that on loop forever and ever and ever. And we'll actually inadvertently sabotage ourselves because of that belief system that was never challenged. Now, I know I just said a mouthful on that one. That again is a deeper issue. We could talk about privately offline if you're interested. But the point is we do not deserve to punish ourselves based on the opinion of people who didn't wish us well. Because people who wish us well won't make us feel like a pile of crap 24-7, okay? Now, lastly is I want you to schedule in the work but allow playtime. Again, for a lot of us who are entrepreneurs, we have wrapped ourselves with the identity that we can only worry about work, 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 work. 24-7 and at the expense of playtime. And I want to let you know that playtime is just as important as work time. In fact, I think it's just more important sometimes because this whole grind culture has told us that we need to only focus on the do, 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 and not the be. When I say the be, meaning just allowing yourself to be at ease and be at calm and be comfortable of where you want to be at this present time. And I think about even my... This week, Monday, I'm recording this podcast on a Wednesday, but when I originally, uh, I usually have a schedule. I record stuff on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And that Monday, I wasn't feeling it. I was feeling a little uncomfortable. I've had, I was having some health difficulties and I wasn't, and I wasn't doing it. And I'm not going to record a podcast where my energy level is completely low and I, I have other health issues that I need to deal with. 
that is a decision that I made. I need you to recognize and be really sensitive to what your body's telling you and don't push through. Now, obviously there's sometimes where we have deadlines where things have to be met. And I'm not saying that we're always need to push down the line just because our, our feelings are telling us not to do it. Oftentimes our feelings are lying to us and telling us to not work because we're afraid about the outcome or we're afraid of um, not meeting expectations. And that's a completely different issue. But for the majority of us, if we're having some health problems, we're just feeling very tired and really wonky. It's the time for us to sit back, reflect and ask ourselves, what is going on? What what is really causing this? And that time of reflection, that time of healing, that time of personal discovery will help us to unnerve really what's going on. Now, that is it. I'm going to recap, you know, just the highlights of our discussion. But I just want to let you know that if you are just listening to this and you feel like, oh man, Denise is ringing some bells, I, d- I want to invite you to connect with me. Send me a message at hello at deniseglee.com. I'd love to talk with you about this more in detail because for far too long, a lot of us just listen to podcasts like this, but we don't take the next step and feel like, oh, I don't know if somebody can relate to this or, oh, I don't know if, like, if I can really connect. And I want to let you know that there are people that have been there that understand what it feels like. And I'm doing this podcast because I don't want you to feel like you have to suffer in silence. I don't want you to suffer in silence any longer. There's, there's, you can be able to be honest with yourself about what you're doing. Okay. All right. Now, Let's recap and talk about our self-care trips for entrepreneurs. Is number one is avoid the emotional landmines. If there's someone or something that's just, or posts or social media or whatever that you feel like it's going to spin you out of control, you do not have to deal with it. You can put boundaries about how you respond or choose not to respond. I want you to simplify things wherever, whenever possible. Perhaps we need to scale back, delegate, give the work to somebody else, or perhaps just not do it at this time. I want you to recognize the burnout sign. Recognize when you're feeling tired and haggard and you just feel without energy. And lastly, I want you to schedule in work, but also allow playtime. Give yourself that fun time just to let your creativity go wild and not having to worry about everything with your business. Because trust me, your business, if you're constantly and diligently doing what you need to do, it will take off, it will grow. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Was there something that really resonated with you? Let me know. And obviously, if you're loving what I've been saying, make sure that you write me a review so that other people can know what you like. And obviously, I can give you more of what you've been hearing. Well, that's it. Thank you again. Take care and be awesome.